Welcome to the first episode of MoneyWeb's e-commerce masterclass. My name is Jessica Hubbard and my guest today is JP Fenders Bay, Managing Director of EFT Secure. JP, tell us about your work in local e-commerce. Well, Jessica, thanks for having me. We are an instant EFT payment service provider, um, gateway as such, allowing merchants to accept instant EFT payments up and above or as opposed to only credit card payments in South Africa. So there's been a major trend over the last two years, and this is kind of a market that we've tapped into um, along with some other players, and it's a, it's a market ever expanding. So, yeah. Brilliant, and thank you again for joining us. The purpose of this podcast series is to educate listeners around the fast-growing world of e-commerce. Do you think that many people go into the sector without really thinking about how they're actually going to drive transactions and turnover? Well, it depends who you're asking. Um, there's a different different trend being seen um, depending on how big the company is and how they're expanding. Some startups in the beginning phases do not really understand how to tap into the payment side of, of the market. And some e-commerce guys are generally just offering straight manual EFTs, which doesn't create a great customer experience. So when it comes to to how to drive the sales and how to drive turnover, I think your payment infrastructure needs to be right um, from the day you start out. Uh, and and then the focus should be more on the business itself and driving traffic and your PR strategy, etc. But the two go hand in hand. You know, if you do not have a great, if you've got a great PR strategy and you've great, got a great marketing strategy, then you're going to drive a lot of users that's not going to go through a great customer experience. Uh, so the two go very hand in hand. And uh, I do see a lot of small to medium-sized merchants or startups that do not really take this into consideration. Um, but also that's why we are in the industry to educate people about that and not only the consumer but as much as assist the merchants in giving them the correct advice in their payments approach and strategy to the market. It is still a very new space in South Africa. Which local businesses do you see um, doing this, this right, particularly in the payments area? Well, you've got you've got a few different uh, payment service providers. Uh, there's about six or seven big ones. Um, I think I, th- I think depending what market uh, you're after. I mean, there's some there's some PSPs that are owned by big conglomerates and uh, big listed companies, and their focus is mainly your large enterprise uh, merchants, um, your your big listed companies, and your airlines, etc. Those are very big accounts, but also the margins are very small because the transaction volume is so large. So I think uh, you had to consider the whole market or the market as a whole rather. I think one of the companies that stands out would be uh, Payfast. Um, they really do a very good job in capturing the, the small to medium enterprise kind of markets. And I think what value they bring to startup entrepreneurs and merchants and e-commerce merchants uh, especially is the fact that they can get set up very quickly uh, without the hassle of going through the process of, of getting a merchant account directly by your bank and waiting anything from two to four weeks for setup of those accounts. So, you know, they take the hassle out of the process and make it easy for, for companies to, to get online. And I think that's very important. And they service that market and they've really, really captured that market uh, as a whole. And I don't think any other PSP can really can really compete against them in that space. So, yeah. And you can get online fairly quickly using a service Yeah, like definitely. Uh, you can you can get online. Uh, you know, I don't work for the company, so I'm not sure how what the process is in terms of days. But uh, as far as I remember, you can get up and running within a day or two. And you don't have to walk into the bank with all your documentation. The process is an online process, so it's automated. Um, and the integration is easy. So I think if I had to look at any company, you know, locally, I think uh, Payfast really hit the spot in the market. 
For local entrepreneurs thinking of going into e-commerce and starting their own e-commerce businesses, what do you think the main consideration should be when thinking of payment systems? Well, again, I think the most important part is getting online uh, quick and easy. And even even more importantly is what offering you bring to the table. There's a, there's a lot of merchants we see that wants every possible payment solution and payment option out there. And that is not always the, 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 the best strategy. And the reason for that is because you've got settlement and accounts with all these players. Um, so you're complexing your system. So for a startup entrepreneur, I think one of the main considerations is, is look at how people pay. And two of the ways that really stand out is card payments and instant EFTs. Those are the main ones in the market. Both create a good customer experience and both cover the majority of the market as such. So um, those are two very big main considerations. Other loyalty programs like your eBucks and Discovery um, and Zapper and Snapscan, those are all kind of add-ons which you can add eventually to your payment, uh, your payment functionality at the end of the day, but it's not imperative to get up and running uh, right from the start. You mentioned EFT payments. Tell us more about the trends around EFT payments right now. So EFT payments, um, you know, we've had a lot of merchants before ask us the question, why do we have to pay you a percentage um, for accepting an EFT? You know, the truth of the matter is if you're running an organization where you are getting to people to the point of checkout and where they need to pay, then you need to be able to provide them with a functionality to pay. And, you know, similar with credit card, um, if it was as easy as just leaving the customer with your banking details, then you wouldn't even need to uh, offer credit card facilities. Uh, The whole reason behind it is to make the customer experience easy as well as automate processes within the company. I think that's a a big value add for Instant EFT. And also the trend recently has been um, about a year ago, the market percentage, if you had to slot Instant EFT next to credit card, alongside credit card, then the amount of Instant EFTs that will be processed would be about 10% and credit cards 90%. And that's a staggering high amount for credit cards when you only have 4.2 million credit card users in the country versus 19 million banking users. So one of the main trends that we've seen is the trust factor uh, that people are getting. Uh, More people are trusting the instant EFT providers. There's only a few of them in the country, we being one of them. And I think as companies are are trusting uh, you know, the payment functionality of an instant EFT, the more the trend is going up. Uh, we're seeing about 35 to 40% of payments are done through instant EFT in the market at the moment. So it's definitely a trend climbing and uh, uh, based on the data and the, and the current trends, we foresee that in the next year that instant EFT has a possibility of actually the potential to actually overtake card payments. So um, any merchant that would want to accept an online checkout always needs to ensure that they have both functionalities. So you have options for the user um, without the complication. And for an entrepreneur moving into the space, what should they be considering around local and offshore payments? Well, it depends, Jessica, which side of the fence you're sitting. Um, you could, uh, from the one side, if you're a local uh, South African entrepreneur or online e-commerce merchant, and you want to accept payments low, you know, abroad, then you also have to consider what kind of product you're selling. So if you're selling a digital product, it's quite easy to accept locally and, and acquire locally. When, when you have a shipping to do abroad, then there's a different consideration. Um, and if you get something like a PayPal account and you're accepting payments through PayPal um, or you are switching money to the US or, or any one of the other countries outside of South Africa, then you've got to consider how you get the money back in the country. So I think 
think one of the major considerations is, is, is number one, what product are you selling? If you are selling a big shipping item product, then uh, it's best to accept the money locally so you can work with your local PSPs. If you need a bigger global reach, um, I think one of the, the options would be PayPal and working working through FMB. Those are definitely options. But uh, but yeah, accepting payments out of South Africa is a very difficult it's an extremely difficult process for entrepreneurs, and it's been one of the main challenges uh, that entrepreneurs have faced over over the last few years. Um, you know, if you're in the U.S., it's very easy for them to accept payments anywhere in the world because uh, the regulations are way less than in South Africa. But due to our regulations, uh, getting a view of a of an international market that you have to have to approach. I think one of your considerations should be what product you are selling. That's a huge makes a big difference. If you're selling digital products, it's actually quite easy as opposed to selling a physical project. Sure. And what are some of the mistakes that you see entrepreneurs making in this space? I think in, in the local space, um, it's trying to overwhelm your customer with too many payment options. Uh, we see this all the time. And it's generally uh, some of the large organizations are doing it. Um, and also there's a lot of small entrepreneurs that are doing it. I think that one of the most important things for any online startup company or any online merchant uh, should be to focus on the business itself. You know, get your basics right. Get your, uh, have your credit card facility, have your instant EFT facility, but do not try and complicate it with all these different payment functionalities. I'm not downplaying any one of the other uh, loyalty programs in the market. I'm just saying that uh, get your payment infrastructure correct and and then focus on your product, uh, minimal via product to market. As soon as you put too much focus in trying to build the perfect product with a perfect checkout experience, a you know, as soon as you do that, then you complicate things for yourself and you've got to untest a product in the market. So it's usually something that entrepreneurs refer to as MVP, your minimal viable product. And I think that is definitely the approach to go. I mean, uh, I personally and many other entrepreneurs, including my mentor, Vinny Lingham, has all preached this through the years. And, and you don't understand it until you actually go through the process yourself. So that's definitely a, some advice I would give to the younger entrepreneurs getting into the market. And given that e-commerce transactions can be very low margin, payment fees are obviously a major consideration. So how do you negotiate this? Well, it comes back to the earlier question that was, uh, or earlier statement that was around the getting a PSP account from a company like Payfast. Uh, that's an easy setup. You might pay a slight premium, um, but it's only really applicable to get a merchant account directly from a bank when you're doing volume, because that's how you save cost. So I think any payment fees and payment consideration, it shouldn't be as much price centric. Um, a lot of even small merchants focus on the price. Uh, I think the best approach is to at least get the process right. And once you have the process right, as you expand in your business and you're doing more transactions and there's a value proposition in getting the price down, that's when you need to really consider getting a merchant account directly with a bank and using a payment service provider as a technical service provider. So, you know, that's the only way you can really get your price down. And, and also, uh, one other thing to consider is that uh, for any merchant accepting credit card payments, uh, there's an interchange fee that you cannot get away from. So even if you accept it through the bank um, or even an aggregator service out there, 
you still uh, have to pay the 2% to anything from 2 to 3%. So that's kind of the range that you're looking at. And w one other value add that Instant EFT and, uh, you know, a product like ours, EFT Secure, has brought to the market is really giving the merchant opportunity to lower their overall transaction fee. Um, if you are paying 25 to 3% for card um, and you're paying 15 or 1.2% for Instant EFT and you get about 30 to 40% of users using Instant EFT, it brings your overall cost down. So it's not an extra expense and you're covering the market. Most people have either banking accounts with, with banks or they have a card and those are your main considerations. Any customer using a loyalty program or, or a different payment functionality like your master pass and visa checkout, uh, those people still need credit cards and those people still need to, anybody that's got a credit card also has a banking account. So get the basics right. Um, ensure you bring your overall costing down by including a product like Instant, EF, you know, Instant EFT. And are you optimistic about local e-commerce? You see, our market is way different to the U.S. I can say that for a fact. And the, the global market on a global scale, uh, you know, e-commerce market is very small. Um, there's a lot of investment, a lot of drive in not only payments, but also um, online merchants and e-commerce merchants. Uh, uh, one of them particularly that stands out is the Kalahari and Take-A-Lot merger that happened. So there's a lot of investment being pushed in South Africa, though the market is still very small. I mean, if you consider a company or country like South Africa, rather, we've got about 55 million people, plus minus, give or take a little bit. And we've only got 4.2 million credit cards, whereas a company like or country even like Turkey has uh, 79 million people with 160 million credit cards. You know, the U.S. has got uh, 1.6 or 1.8 billion credit cards. It's almost, if you work it per capita or per person, it comes down to about six to eight credit cards per person. So it's a completely different market. Um, uh, South Africa is a growing market. It will do well. It will never perform on the level that the U.S. and the other countries do. But um, optimistic that it's going to increase quite a bit over the next few years. And that was J.P. Fenders Bay, Managing Director of EFT Secure.